Welcome to the Peep Show. I am your host, Brad Bokai, alongside my co-host, Johnny Matt Johnson Hazoff. How are we doing today, Johnston? Oh, Brad, it's another wonderful NFL Sunday week 11. We're through 10 weeks. Um, we got a lot of good games to look at today. I'm feeling confident about a lot of my picks. Let's have a Sunday. Dude, honestly, like we are flying through this NFL season and it's scaring me. We are joined by three panel guests, TJ, Tommy, and Kyle. How you doing, boys? <laughs> long, long night, long night. <laughs> Hurting. Could yeah. be better, could be worse. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Not uh, right, yeah. Could be much worse. Y'all sound like a <laughs> could be much broken record. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, I'm, I know what's going to make it better, and that's NFL Sunday. Like, there's nothing better than NFL football on Sundays. And what's – better than making money on NFL Sundays. And that's what we're doing. Tommy and I went what, Tommy? 5 and 0 last week? 5 and 0, baby. Tommy, did we go 5 and 0 last week? Yeah. First we go 5 and 0 last two week. Years. Let's go. Let's go. And so, we're pretty excited for the slate here, ladies and gentlemen. So, what we always do on this show is we go through the slate and we talk about the games that pique our interest. So, I'll start. The first one that I'm actually intrigued by is Packers Vikings. Because Vikings are home. Everybody thinks they stink. That they're not a very good team. I think Mike Zimmer is going to get fired. Kirk Cousins, eh, he is what he is. He's average. But somehow this game went down to a pick em against Aaron Rodgers and the Vikings. So maybe the Vikings have some magic tonight. That's something that I'm thinking about watching at 1 p.m. on Fox. Might be a good game. It might not be. I don't know. Maybe they just come, the Packers come out and just dominate them. The other one I'm interested in, Bengals Raiders. Two teams that really, really started off hot, need to get back, have played very poorly as of late. In Vegas, Raiders have to win. Bengals have to win. I think that's a good game. Both battles of five and four. That's at 405 Eastern. And then, of course, guys, come on. I mean, Cowboys Chiefs, that is the main meal tonight. Main meal tonight. Somebody might have some picks on that later, uh, but Cowboys are going into Arrowhead. Are the are the Chiefs back? I mean, they look dominant against they look dominant against the the Raiders. So we'll see tonight. I am very very intrigued in that. Johnson, what are you looking at tonight? Yeah, we definitely have some good matchups. I'm looking at more of the gross uh, games here. I remember when I was. I don't know, maybe like 10 years old. It was like 2003 or something, and the Browns were playing the Lions. And this game, these franchises are just trash. I remember there was a bad call, and I'm pretty sure the game was in Cleveland. And I remember the fans just bombarding the field with beer bottles. It was absolutely hysterical. And as a Steelers fan, I couldn't take more pride in my team because just look at how trash these two (laughs) franchises are. Let's see if the Lions could sort of – use that momentum from the other week against the Steelers at a tie to win the game or make this game close. Let's see if the Browns have any sort of capacity to sort of get back on track after that throttling they got in Foxborough. I'm looking at that game. I'm also looking at the Eagles saints. I mean, the story of the year really has been just injuries on injuries on injuries. If you have fantasy teams, if you're playing fantasy football, you're struggling, I'm struggling. Uh, 
you know, the Saints have, you know, some problems. The Eagles are looking to get more right. I mean, in the NFC, all these teams that are four and six or at five and five, they're still on the hunt. The Eagles fans are optimistic. Let's see if they can get a key win against the Saints, continue that momentum moving forward and see if they could fight for a playoff spot later in the year. Well, Jared Goff's out. Tim Boyle is in for the Lions. He has not thrown an NFL pass in his entire life. Also, Baker Mayfield is playing with a apparently his entire broken body. But uh, he's starting I, today. Yeah, I don't know what's – I mean, it just seems like everything's wrong with him. I don't know. This game's gross. That's why I kind of like it. Ten and a half. Uh, the, the Lions are catching ten and a half, I think, right? No, that's up to 13 now on a lot of sports books. So let's see how it goes. It's a gross game. I'll be following along just to see. What I love it. I love it. I love it. TJ, your Giants don't play till Monday, and they play the reigning Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay Bucks. So on this Sunday slate, who are you paying attention to? Oh well, uh, our, a game that you picked out as well. I'm looking at the that rivalry game up in Minnesota, Vikings Packers. Uh, I'm really interested to see. Can Minnesota pull, pull it off, you know? Um, I feel like Minnesota this year has, at this point in the season, has underperformed in, in recent past. Usually they're that team that stumbles later in the season. Uh, but maybe they can turn it around and, and try to make this this late push here for, for something. Uh, then Cowboys and Chiefs, like you said, uh, Patrick Mahomes looked like he was back. Chiefs looked like they were back last week. But now they're going up against the big, bad America's team, the Cowboys, the team that for the first time in, in recent history looks like the legit contenders that their fans always claim they are. Um, so I, I look for that game to be a good game. Um, and I'm interested to watch that. And then because you were talking a lot of shit last night, <laughs> I'm interested in this Eagle Saints. Can the Eagles right or cash checks that you wrote for them. Okay. Can they do it? And you know what? Because if they don't, I will be in your inbox for the rest of Sunday and Monday and maybe even through Thanksgiving talking shit. So that, I'm interested in that game as well. That's that's fair. That's fair. I wrote I wrote a lot of checks. We'll see if the Eagles can cash. Apparently, Harry Roseman, dude, he's got a lot of checks. So he's signed everybody. Dallas Goddard, <laughs> Avante Maddox, they're all signed. So mm-hmm. Eagles need to get a win. They, you know, they haven't won a home game since last season. So this may be right the ship time. Tommy, your Steelers don't play till Sunday night, 820. So you can relax, kick back, and watch some football games and not sweat. What are some games that have caught your eye? Uh, Dallas, for sure. Uh, you know, like TJ said, they've been great all year. Really excited to see what they do against Kansas City. Uh you know, everybody, once again, thinks Kansas City is this mad machine, and uh, I, I just don't think they can pull it out week on week. So, excited to see that. Um, Carolina at Washington, you know, that's always an interesting game every season. Um, Panthers, I believe, is starting Cam Newton yep. as a starting QB, so we'll see what he can do, if, you know, at the helm. Uh, Buffalo, Buffalo Bills are, you know, absolutely amazing. Probably the best team in the NFL at this point, in my opinion. Um, definitely in the AFC. Uh, and then, of course, the Steelers game, you know, probably going to lose that. 
<laughs> no yeah. faith in his own team. No faith in his own team. That's well, I mean, you know, the lines moved from four and a half on Tuesday to six. So while Ben's out, so he moves it a couple points there. Yeah. Mason Rudolph starting. And I know, Tommy, you love Mason Rudolph. What do you expect out of your guy tonight? Uh, don't you ever say that out of your whore mouth again. <laughs> Mason Rudolph is dog shit, and the organization knows that. But for some reason, somebody's head is up. Somebody's ass about it. And I haven't seen it in the past two, three seasons. He's How many fucking years he's been with Steelers? And he's never had a good fucking game, but we keep starting him when Ben's out. Let's start – Get prepared for the inevitable demise of Ben Roethlisberger and his amazing career for the Pittsburgh Steelers by finding a capable quarterback who can sit behind him and learn while he's still, you know, QB1. Hey, Steelers fan, there's a little preach for you. <laughs> Bokelman, my man. Yes, sir. Your Patriots are rolling. Oh, yeah. Five they row, just baby. kicked the shit out of, out of the Falcons on Thursday night. So you can just sit back, relax, and watch these games. Your boys are rolling. You're feeling good. Mac Jones is the best rookie out of this class. So you can just relax, but it's Sunday football. What are you watching this weekend? Uh, yeah, so actually uh, a game on the early slate that I'll definitely be tuned into is the uh, Indianapolis Colts going up to Buffalo in that game. That has huge ramifications for the Patriots, especially if the Bills lose. Uh, they will both have four losses at that point. And the fact that the Patriots will be playing the Buffalo Bills twice in the next four or five weeks – um, huge, huge implications on the line in regards to seeding for the uh, playoffs. Um, you know how I've been very, very critical of Carson Wentz over the years. Um, not a fan of his, but he has been pretty manageable and decent as of late. And I believe the Colts are actually like seven or eight and zero when Jonathan Taylor runs for over 100 yards. So hopefully they start feeding him today, get him going early, uh, keep the ball away from Josh Allen. And uh, hopefully they could pull one out on the road. That'd be uh, huge, and I, I'd love them for it, to be honest. Uh, another game I'd definitely be looking forward to is the uh, Texans and Titans. Um, again, maybe not a great game in regards to watching. I, I assume a lot of us would you know, think that the Titans will win pretty easily. But I, I just love the Titans and kind of their different style of play, kind of old school. Love Mike Vrabel, again, expatriate. And I'd really like to see them finish atop of the AFC if my Patriots can't do it. Um, you know, it's kind of been stacked the last couple of seasons with the same few teams up at the top. And it'd be really nice to have someone new uh, hold it down for once. So I'll be rooting for them today. Man, oh, man. I mean, you're, you're paying attention to a hazmat. We got like we got three good games on here, Bokeman. You're paying attention to the Texans and Titans <laughs> only, only for your Patriots? What's going on? Hey, man, come on. That just shows you how much of a diehard I am. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It, it must be it must be playoff time. Is that what I'm getting out of here? Hey, man, we're starting to get to late November. It's when the Patriots really start to thrive, and I think you're starting to see that. So, Well, you know what? I will say this. I think they got the bye week at the worst time possible. You think? Well, they were rolling. Now they go. Now they take a break. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I think for a rookie quarterback, it, it could actually do him some good just because I don't know if he's, again, used to all this in, in the sense of coming in every day and just how demanding the Patriots organization is. Um, and obviously he's held up to his end of the bargain so far, but I, I think a, a break and just to get everyone <clears throat> a little bit of rest, you know, everyone's getting to that point where they're getting battered, bruised. I think around week 10, 11, 12 is actually a decent week for a buy. I'd, I'd rather it now than, than earlier in the season, to be honest. 
All right. Well, there we go. Let's let's get our picks in. This is a gambling show after all. Let's make you guys some money. It's money making time. I'll lead off. I'm going to start with the Cleveland Browns. These are odds by run your pool. I got Cleveland Browns minus 10 and a half. Listen, Tim Boyle starting. The line already moved towards the Cleveland Browns. Jared Goff may stink, but he ain't worse than Tim Boyle. I think <laughs> Cleveland gets right tonight. I'll eat the hook. Cleveland wins by two touchdowns. I got Cleveland minus 10 and a half. My second one, I'm taking Houston plus 10 and a half. Coming off a bye, Tyrod Taylor's healthy again. Literally, the Titans have not scored many offensive touchdowns since Derrick Henry's gone out. They played safe. They played their defense to win. I think today, the Houston Texans get in that 10.5. I love the Texans today, plus 10.5. I got to go with my boys in Philadelphia. Eagles minus 1.5. I think they win this game convincingly. Alvin Kamara's out. The left tackle, the right tackle, out for the Saints. Eagles don't have to bring pressure and extra guys to actually fluster the quarterback for the Saints. I like the Eagles today to get their first home win since last season. Give me the Eagles minus one and a half. Washington football team plus three and a half. Give me the hook. Give me the hook. I think Cam Newton stinks. Yeah, he had a great debut last weekend. What a fairy tale ending. No. He's running into a real defense this weekend. They're going to get absolutely blitzed by the Washington football team. You're giving me the points. I like the football team outright. Washington football team plus three and a half. And then my mortal lock. Seahawks plus two and a half, guys. I mean, what are we doing here? Kyler Murray ain't playing. Russell Wilson doesn't lose after he loses the week before. I think he's like 22 and six straight up after a loss. Dude's a winner. Dude's elite. Oh, by the way, they're in Seattle. They never lose in Seattle. You're giving me two and a half. I like the Seahawks plus two and a half. That's my mortal lock. Johnson, what do you got for me? Love it, Brad. Love the confidence, man. Uh, we're going to go up to Buffalo. Indy plus seven and a half at Buffalo. Key matchup here is going to be your Bills defense uh, against Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is going to be key in this game. The Bills are second in the league at 31 points per game. They're first in the league, only let up 15 points per game. Indianapolis has covered the past three road games as a road underdog. I'm going to eat that hook. I love Indianapolis plus seven and a half. Keep that game close in Buffalo. It could rain. We'll keep an eye on the weather there. Tennessee uh, is getting 10 or Houston is getting 10 and a half uh, versus the Titans. Uh, The Tennessee run game has been struggling as of late. Uh, The Texans have looked good early on in the year with Tyrod Taylor. He's back. Davis Mills, they can't do anything on offense when he's playing. Houston hasn't covered the last four games, but I do. I'm going with you, Brad. I love the Texans here. Covered 10.5 against Tennessee. Green Bay, minus 2.5 at Minnesota. Eight of the nine games for the Vikings. Um, have been decided by 10 points or fewer. They've been losing a lot, a lot of close games here. Kirk Cousins, the checkdown king, he's best in the league at touchdown to interception ratio. 18 touchdowns, two interceptions. Green Bay has been a covering machine, nine of one against the spread this season. That includes nine straight after their early season loss. Uh, the Green Bay defense has been looking great, especially last week against the Seahawks. Um, this is really a picking game. I love Green Bay at minus two and a half. I think they're going to cover against Minnesota, but again, I like that game close. 
Dallas plus two and a half at Kansas City. I'm not buying into the Chiefs being back after that win against the Raiders. The Raiders are just in a free fall right now, as they normally do uh, this part of the season. This is your game of the week. The Kansas City defense is looking a lot better, but I still love Dallas's offense. Kansas City is 0-5 against the spread at home. Dallas is 4-0 against the spread on the road. Micah Parsons needs just three sacks, um, which he could get this game, I think, against Mahomes um, to break the Cowboys rookie record for sacks in a season. Marcus Ware had eight in 2005. I love Dallas here. I think a lot of people do. Plus two and a half at Kansas City. And then my lock of the week, another kind of gross game here, but Miami minus two and a half against the Jets. Joe Flacco is back at the helm. Um, The Dolphins have a 39% blitz rate this year, and they're going to get all over Flacco. He's just old. He doesn't have the legs to get out of the pressure that he's going to experience. The Jets' defense has led up 175 points in the last four games. They're absolutely atrocious. I love Tua here. I love the Dolphins. Give me my lock of the week. Dolphins minus two and a half against the New York Jets. Robert Salah started Joe Flacco because of the crazy blitz packages that the Dolphins are on, a.k.a. just cover zero blitzes, which is like the most simple thing in football. So I don't know what they're doing with the Jets. Might be a good pick there, Johnson. TJ, what do you got for this week? Uh, to start things off, I am going with Indy plus seven and a half against Buffalo. And like a couple of you have mentioned, when Jonathan Taylor is rolling, so so are the Colts. So give me the Colts. I think he's going to roll today. I, he's also my running back in fantasy football, so I got to rock with him. Uh, I think he's going to get going. I think I'm going to get a dub. I think they're going to get a dub. Next, Brad, I'm rocking with you. Washington football team plus three and a half. I'm not buying in the scam, Newton. He's he finally <laughs> somehow found a way to finesse Carolina for even more money um, and convince him to let him start. I know that's his home. You know, it's a house that can built. Not against that defense. Not this season. I like Washington football team plus three and a half. Next, we are going to Arrowhead Stadium, where. I think the Chiefs are not back. I like Dallas. I like Dallas plus two and a half. Like I said before, that's one of the games I'm interested in. I think they are a real team. I think this is a team where their Super Bowl aspirations are legitimate. And I think they are going to manhandle Kansas City. I think they they are going to push the ball down the field against that defense. And I think they're... I think they're going to win by a lot. Next, we are going to Tommy's favorite backup QB, Mason Rudolph. I think he is going to single-handedly find a way to lose that game. I'm taking the Chargers minus four and a half. Give me the Chargers there. Uh, And I don't think there's much else to say. Big Ben's not starting. Um, And then my lock of the week, I am going with the home team, Seattle, plus two and a half against a... Tyler Less, Arizona, uh, and Russell Wilson is my guy. You know, he got hurt midseason. He's back, and he's home against the Cardinals. I think he's going to uh, find a way to make plays to get that team a W. TJ, we're on the same lock of the week. I'm nervous now. Gee, you're making me nervous. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I'm pretty good at bad decisions if you can't see by the hat. So. <laughs> 
Cowboys, bold pick. Love it. Love it. I think the Cowboys are a better team as well. I just have the balls to pick them. Tommy, what do you got for us this week? Uh, so, first pick is Chicago. It's fucking Ravens. First series. Second pick is Cleveland. We all talked about it multiple times throughout the show so far. They're going to steamroll Detroit. Uh, Dallas, just like everybody else said earlier in the show, excited to watch this game. I've loved watching Dallas all season. Um, I think they're really picking up some steam on the later half of the season when you know, they start to the playoffs. Uh, I've got Seattle as well. Ruth Brad, moving off from that game. And then my mortal lock for me would be Buffalo. You guys are fucking idiots. And <laughs> somehow believe in the Colts. And if you didn't check the group chat, Freiburg picked the Colts, so you know it's not going to cover. He's not he's not he's not a comeback kid in the second half of the season. No no no. It's all downhill from here. Taking his spot next. So we're fading him left and right. I love the trash talk. See Freiburg, no, he went 0 5 last week. He was too afraid to show his face. Oh, did he? I didn't even know he went 0 5. Yeah, me neither. No, and he was talking about that shit, Tommy. He was saying he's getting hot. He goes 0 and 5 and can't show his face. That's not what gamblers do, Pokemon. How about you? How about you give us some picks here? Yeah. Speaking of Freiburg, actually, he just texted me. He said, "I'm off today. Bad luck." <laughs> Apparently he believes in that. Apparently he believes in that. So uh, I guess we'll see if that superstition comes true after uh, today. Uh, yeah. Started off though. I actually made a last-minute adjustment, so I'll probably get this wrong. I'll probably screw some of you other guys over on this. But um. Switching one of my picks to Cleveland, minus 10 and a half. Um, Brad, I, whenever you read that movement, you know I'm a big uh, proponent of late game movement. I feel like that means a lot most of the time. And the fact that, you know, Cleveland's now, what, 13 and a half? Or 13, 13 and a half. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty significant on game day. So uh, the fact that, you know, we can get them at, you know, minus 10 and a half, I, I like that. Jared Goff isn't the best, but that backup definitely ain't better. And if, if Baker can't win, although injured, and cover against the Lions, uh, Cleveland needs to get him out of there ASAP, because that is embarrassing. Uh, going to the next game, really like Green Bay on the road. Uh, you know, Minnesota's season hasn't been what they wanted to be so far. I really don't think they're a bad team, but I really do think that people vastly underestimate and undervalue the Packers' defense. I think only one team all season has scored over like 21 points on them. They held the Cardinals to uh, 21. They held Washington to like 10. They held the Chiefs to 13. They held the Seahawks to zero. Vastly underrated in my opinion. And I think they could turn the ball over a few times, pick off Cousins maybe once or twice. And then again, it's two and a half. So if Aaron Rodgers, all he needs is 37 seconds to go down and kick a game winning field goal, I'll take him. Uh, moving on. Pretty impressed with the San Francisco 49ers last week. Uh, as a lot of you know, and Brad, I know you, you know, share my opinion in this, but I do not like Kyle Shanahan at all. Um, I think you know he's a de- decent offensive mind, but when it comes to being a head coach, I just don't think he is the full package. And I think his record speaks for itself. However, they are playing the Jags, and that defense is pretty bad. Uh, you know. The run game last, last last week for San Fran was lethal. You know, getting five, six, seven yards a chunk. Debo Samuel's a monster. 
especially I think he might even be the best wide receiver uh, after the catch in the league. Big bodied guy, loves to make people miss. I think he goes off today, has a big game. Maybe like 50 yards rushing on a couple reverses, has a you know deep, deep bomb catch for a touchdown. Uh, so I like them uh, covering today uh, at six and a half. Uh, and then moving on again to the biggest game of the week, Chiefs and Dallas. I love Dallas here. I, I do not buy that Kansas City's back at all. You know, they did beat down the Raiders last week, but as it was previously mentioned, Raiders seem to always fall apart the back half of the season for whatever reason. So, you know, I, I don't really buy that they're back. Um, you know, Dallas, pretty good in all phases of the game. I think Diggs has another interception today. Mahomes seems to love forcing the ball uh, even more than usual this season. I, I think he still leads the league in turnovers. Uh, I think that trend continues today. He adds at least one or two. I think Dallas is going to be coming with a lot of pressure on third downs. Uh, and he, again, like I said, Diggs seems to always just be around the ball uh, and make a play. So uh, I, I like them uh, getting two and a half. And then the lock of the week. <laughs> I've been very, very terrible with this all year. I'll be the first to admit. But hopefully, we have strength in numbers today. More to lock in the week, Seattle plus two and a half. Love it. So, they're at home. Russell Wilson, huge bounce back week. Divisional opponent. Pete Carroll's pretty good coming off a loss. Again, no Kyler Murray. I, I love the Seahawks today. They're going to be going crazy there. So I love it. I love it. And that's an interesting handicap on two picks for Mahomes today. And Trayvon Diggs gets another one. If you, so if you're interested, that's yep. plus money for everybody. Johnston, plug the social media. Make sure everybody sees our picks so they haven't listened to the show just so they can make some money. Because I'm feeling confident in these picks. I'm not going to lie. Listen, everybody, I love it. Yeah, I like that a lot of us are not really on this. I mean, everyone's got their unique picks. I like the picks this week from everyone. I think we're going to have a good week. Uh, before we get to social media, let's do the standings real quick. This is after 10 weeks. These are just the eight people on the Naked Take panel. Brad, you're leading the group at 28 and 22. Freiburg, who is not here, is 26 and 24 after that beating last week where he went on five. <laughs> TJ, you're in third at 24 and 26, just below 500. Kyle and Nick are tied at 23 and 27. Tommy, you're at 22 and 28. Tyson is 21 and 29. And I'm sitting in the basement at 18 and 32. But again, I had that asterisk where I went 0 and 5 and didn't make picks that week. So I'm going to let myself off the hook. But we're going to have a good rebound this week. So I'm going to catch you guys here soon. Go follow The Naked Take at The Naked Take on Instagram and Twitter. Go follow Johnny Radio Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Go follow The Peep Show Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And tune in each week for us to give these shitty-ass picks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, we're go I think we're getting hot this week, Johnson. Uh, I mean, listen. I mean, we've been saying that for weeks now. TJ's in third <laughs> at 24 and 26. I mean, it's been a weird year for the NFL. There's been injuries. It's been tough to predict games. But you know what? We're going to have a better second half of the year. So let's have it. Well, I was going to say, you got hot last year to close and you won the group. 
That is yeah, fun. I mean, I'm only, I mean, really, I'm only 10 games behind you, Brad. So, I mean, two good weeks, I'm right back in it. You're right there. You're right where you want it. And then, and then I'm going to have to start fading you guys. So <laughs> keep an eye, keep an eye out for that down the road because I got to make up some ground. Speaking <laughs> of fading, speaking of fading, can we acknowledge that Chris Glenn is like second overall in the entire like 40 something people? Like, well, we'll, we'll get him on because he yeah, we got to get him on what he's go what he's got going on for his picks. So oh, I know it's, you guys. I want to hear it on air, and I think uh, the viewers would enjoy that as well. It's yeah, it, it, it's intriguing. So we'll we'll try to get him on next week, boys. TJ, Tommy, Kyle, thanks for joining us. Johnson, always a pleasure. Listeners, we will talk to you next Sunday. Let's make some money this week.